Good evening, everyone, and uh, welcome back, or welcome uh, to, my to myself. <coughs> so we are holding in Tanya and Perik Mem Aleph. We're holding on page 114, but let's uh, recap a little of what we're holding right now, of what we've done till now. So once again, <coughs> you know, I was doing a lot of driving over the last uh, over the last few weeks, like big trips. So you go to a rest area. There's a big map, and then there's a pin and it says you are here. Okay. So Subway also has it. Sorry. Subway's also. Has Subway's also have it. Okay. So every once in a while, in Tanya, we have to stop and say, you are here. Where are we? Before we continue, let's uh, <laughs> recalibrate. <clears throat> the larger topic over here is Kavana, the importance of Kavana in a mitzvah. And Kavana, as defined by the Alter Rebbe, <clears throat> consists of Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. And then after the Alter Rebbe finishes talking about the importance of Kavana, as a unit, in other words, Avanir as a unit, that conversation ends with Perik Mem. Now the Altareb is going to talk about Yira and Ava individually. So Perik Mamalaf, the Altareb started talking about Yira and how important Yira is and how vital Yira is. And the point the Altareb makes, the primary Nakud the Altareb makes, is that if you don't have Yira Sashem, then bottom line is why are you learning Torah? Why are you doing mitzvahs? It's all about, it's all about yourself, but your enjoyment. If you only have Ava, Ava means this is something which I desire, this is something which I want, so you're not serving Hashem. Vatayra Amra, as the Alter Rebbe says, and the Torah says, Hashem there has to be Avoida. And Avoida is Dafke Yira. Avoida means I'm doing it because Hashem wants me to do it. Not because I have a desire to do it, not because it brings me meaning and purpose and fulfillment in my life, and not because it's Gishmak, even though it is Gishmak, but that's not why I'm doing it. The Yisoyed, the foundation of everything is, Avedis Hashem, Ana'avda de Kuchabricho, I am Avid. And as Alter Rebbe quotes the Zayar, the Zayar says in, in, in Parshas Bahar, that if a person doesn't have this Yiras Hashem, this level of Kabbalah, so simply accepting the oil of Malchus Shemayim, the yoke of heaven. So if this doesn't exist, so there is no Kiddushah. Because the essence of Kiddushah is transparency to Hashem. The opposite of Kiddushah, the exact opposite of Kiddushah is Yashis, Metzias, me. So if it's about me, that's not Kiddushah. If I'm doing a mitzvah because of my enjoyment and my midas and my, uh, my desire, my love, so that's not Kiddushah. Kiddushah is Kabbalah soil accepting the yoke of heaven because then I'm transparent to Hashem, I'm putting myself to the side and allowing Hashem to uh, express Himself through me, the Ratzon of Hashem to express Himself through me. So that was the first part of the Perik. And then, last time we sat and learned together, we shifted gears and we said yes. Yira is very important. Without Yira, there is no concept of Avedis Hashem. Avedis Hashem, there's no such thing as Aveda without Yira. But at the same time, we return to what we said in the earlier Prakim, Ava and Yira, as the Tikkun Izeir says, that Ava and Yira are two wings, and both of them are necessary in order to 
for lepar for the mitzvahs to be parchalayla for the mitzvahs to fly up to heaven. So you have to have ava also. If you only have yira, then you have avodas Hashem. You have you've served Hashem. So there's something there, which is very important to understand this distinction. If you don't have ava, there's nothing. There is no avodas Hashem. If you have yira, you have avodas Hashem. But still, without ava leparchalayla, it doesn't fly up. You need to have ava also. You have ava also. On a simple level, the idea of Yira, Yira is the absence of self. Yira is, it's not about me, it's about Hashem. It's the absence of myself, it's the absence of my feelings, it's the absence of my emotions, it's the absence, absence of my Gishmak, it's the absence, basically I'm doing a mitzvah, my hand is serving Hashem. If you want this mitzvah that you're doing to fly up, it has to be lifted up on the wings of, of, of emotions and passion, and that's the Ava. So the Ava is what lifts it up. But without Yira, it can't go anywhere because it isn't Kedusha, it isn't Avoida. So the Avoida is the Yisoid. But once you have that Yisoid of the Avoida, then you need to have Ava also. So the Yisoid is Avoida, Yisoid is Yira. And then also we need to bring Ava into the picture. And we discussed this already last time, but just uh, to bring in another few Nakudas. This is a very, a very uh, basic idea in Chassidus, which is, that we start with Bithel, we start with the Yira, and then once we have the Yira, we build up our Ava. And Mir Sashem, in a few weeks, we're going to experience that also. We have the month of Tishrei coming along, the Chedesh Hashvi, which is called Chedesh Hashvi, also the seventh month. It's called Shvi because it's Musba, it is satiated, it has everything in it, all different types of Yom Tovim and all different types of mitzvahs. Well, we, what, what do we begin with? We begin with Yom Neiraim. We begin with Rashana Yom Kippur. We begin with Hamelach Hakadosh. That Hashem is our Melach, and we are Mikabel. We accept Hashem upon us as our King, and that's the idea of Yiras Hashem, and that's the idea of being Mikabel Oil Malchus That's the idea of Tkiyah Shofar. We're coronating Hashem as a King, and we Mikabel Oil Malchus And what follows after that is the Yom Tov of Sukkot and the Yom Tov of Simchas Torah. Which that's a yomtiv, which is expresses our love for Hashem and Hashem's love for us, and our simcha and our avas Hashem, and but we but that order is precise. You can't have first sukkah to simchas and then Rosh Hashanah because the yisoida d'avoda. Thank you very much because the yisoida d'avoda always has to be yiras Hashem, and that's the first day of the year. What do we start with? Talking about the foundation, the very first day of the year we start with yiras Hashem. And it's a somber atmosphere. We don't say halal on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And afterwards, we move on to the Sukkot and Simchas I believe that we touched upon what I'm going to, uh, you know, want to talk about for a few moments. We, I, I believe we touched upon in the past in the context of uh, discussion about the Yom Tov of Purim, which is the idea of Nisim, the idea of miracles. Because the idea of miracles really parallels what we're talking about right now. Even What's the connection between Avos Hashem and Yiras Hashem and miracles? So if we look at the, at the trajectory of, of history, of the history of B'nai Yisrael, of our nation, we see that we started off with tremendous miracles. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Matan Torah and all, all the miracles that accompanied us in the 40 years when we were in the, in the Midbar. And then even in Eretz Yisrael, you had Nevoah, you had many miracles, there were, the, uh, there were the ten miracles that happened that were constantly occurring in the Beis HaMikdash, etc. And then the miracles uh, 
got less and less and less over, uh, over the years until now we're in this gobbles for the last 2,000 years and um, we don't experience miracles anymore the way that our nation experienced them in biblical times sorry? it's a Hester punnet, right? so when we talk about miracles today so we're not talking about the, the yams of the splitting, we're not talking about the circling Yericha seven times and the, the walls falling down, we're not talking miracles of the sort of Navi and Harakarmel, but rather we're talking about miracles which are already Malubish and Teva. For the most part, I and mean, you have exceptions, obviously. When we talk about sometimes about a, a Balshemske mirror, a Balshemske Nas, a Nas of the caliber of the Balshemte, the Balshemte Taki, he did Nisim, which were completely the Maila Menateva, but as for the most part, we don't have that anymore. And we can attribute that to Hester Panim, and that is correct. It is due to the Hester Panim of Hashem. But there's also another, there's another phenomenon that's playing itself out, which is that miracles is not the Tachlis of the Kavana. It's not the main, uh, it's not the, the ideal and preferred way. Why? Because a miracle represents a miracle represents Hashem overriding nature. The fact that nature needs to be overridden, that in and of itself tells you there's a problem over here. And Kaviyachal, the only way that Hashem can fix the problem, how does Hashem fix the problem? Not within nature, but by being mevatal nature. Right? So you tell Teva, nature, right now, you go to sleep. And right now we are going to uh, bring in a different type of uh, energy, which is Lamailam and Atava. We're going to do some miracles. That's no good. And what is the ultimate Tachlis? Where are we going to? What is the greatest miracle? We say always, Loisa, we say, and Shabbos, Loisa, Neflois, Gedeilis, Levadai, Kila, Ilam, Chazai. So what is Neflois, Gedeilis? What are great miracles? Great wonders? So the Gemara says that what is Nefloi's Gedeles? Nefloi's Gedeles are Levade. They are the miracles which Ein Balhanes Makir Binisid. The one who the miracle happened to doesn't even recognize that a miracle happened. It's Levade. The only one who knows that a miracle happened is Hashem. And that's Nefloi's Gedeles. Those are the greatest miracles. Because those are the miracles that are within Teva. Nothing ever went wrong in the first place. When nature is working according to the way Hashem wants, to the point that you don't need to override nature, that's the most wonderful thing that there is. And that's, by the way, why the greatest yamtiv that we have is the yamtiv of Purim. And none, no laws of nature were broken on Purim, but what's the greatness of Purim? That Teva itself expressed Hashem's Ratzin. For Hashem's Ratzin to be expressed, we didn't have to override Teva, but it was within Teva itself. So a miracle represents the idea of suppression. We're suppressing, we're suppressing nature and showing Hashem's supremacy. Whereas, when you have a miracle which works within Teva, within nature, nothing is suppressed, nothing is overridden. The world itself is right now fully conforming to the way Hashem wants it to run. How does this relate to what we're talking about? Yiras Hashem... It's suppression. What does Yir Sashai mean? I want to do this. I want to do that. I have this desire. doesn't make a difference. Kabbalah, I'm accepting the yoke of heaven. I'm doing what Hashem wants me to do. 
I am suppressing my nature. Today, if you go to uh, the psychological community, and it's also becoming very popular, we're very against suppressing things, suppressing emotions. Everything has to be brought out into the open, and everything has to be uh, processed, and everything has to be dealt with. But Yiras Hashem is suppressing. When you're an event, what you want and what you, uh, what you desire doesn't matter. And that's the beginning of the Avodah. That's Takedo, and that's why also, in terms of Klal Yisrael, the beginning of our nation was with miracles, was with the suppressing of anything that's bad. Whenever there was a miracle, that means Teva wasn't working out. Teva was bad at that moment. Teva wasn't working the way that Hashem wanted it to work. So it was suppressed, and instead Hashem's will was done in a miraculous fashion. But the ultimate kavana is, and that's where the place where we're heading to when Mashiach comes, is when there's nothing to suppress. Because Enid Mulvadek. Teva itself is only a vehicle and a tool for Hashem. Ava, that's Ava. Ava Hashem is that you're not suppressing yourself. That this is what you want. You want to connect Hashem. You want to serve Hashem. You want to learn Torah. You want to do mitzvahs. And both of these, both of these uh, elements are necessary. Kedusha begins by the suppression of self. That's how it begins. The suppression of one's own ego and one's own desire. But once you've had that, once you've undergone that step, and that you have that Yisoyed of Kabbalah Soyl, now it's time to bring your Mitzias also into play. That also your Mitzias should express a love for Hashem and a desire for Hashem. And it's not that, you sh- that uh, you're doing something because Hashem wants, but you don't want to do it. No, I'm doing it because Hashem wants, and I also want that. That's the Ava, the year. I'm doing it because Hashem wants. That's step number one. And then I have to work with not only that, but I have Ava, that's also something which I desire. Going back to the muscle which we, yeah. Mashiach comes, so it be no That's what it's getting from this. When Mashiach comes again, what? We're, we're not be ma'alateva. Nothing will be ma'alateva. No, there's no reason Everything for that. It's a per, in a perfect world, why do you need, when do you need a miracle? When there's a problem, right? Perfect, yeah. if, if we live in a perfect world, a world, when Hashem, when Hashem created the world, in the sixth day of creation, He looked at the world and He said, Vayar Elokim Hashem looked at it, Perfect world. So why do you have to have miracles? The problem is when that type of mind is hidden, when the world isn't working according to the proper plan, when Mashiach comes and everything is working the way it's supposed to, why do you, what, what would be the purpose of miracles? Miracles come when there's a lack, when there's a problem, when there's an issue. If there is no problem, there is no lack, there is no issue. Because the world finally is Basi Ligani, the world is finally Hashem's garden, fully expressed with all its potential, which, which the infinite and amazing Hashem put into this amazing world of his. What's the point of miracles? It's a good question. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, you know, I've never seen anything said about it um, expressly. But there are a lot, of, a lot of miracles that, you know, we thought over the years. You know, we're going to all go to Eretz Yisrael on, uh, on, on eagle's wings, right? Confine of charms. That's a miracle. Today, are we actually going on eagle's wings or are we going to go on airplanes? What? Whichever, whatever the point is in other words a lot of these things which we thought even things like Mashiach is going to teach Torah to the, to the whole uh, to the whole world how's that possible how does one person teach Torah to, to hundreds of millions of people even if you're not counting Goyim just the Eden of all the generations we're talking about hundreds of millions of Eden how's that possible but today website he has a website he has a WhatsApp. He has a he has a blog. He has a right. See from one end of the world to the other end of the world without going. Exactly. In other words, many of them we see. <laughs> right. 
in other words, to put it in different words, a miracle is needed when this world is limited. And there's a limitation. But Hashem created such a perfect world that there really isn't limitations. Really, everything is included in the world that everything should be uh, the way it's supposed to be. But what about Shepard Mafia? You need it to hide and get rid of all the I'm not making a rule on saying that there won't be any Nisim, and especially in the earlier stages, because Mashiach is not, it's a process. <laughs> right, but the, the point is, ultimately, the ultimate, the ultimate Ness is a Ness which is Mlubish and Tava. Mlubish and Tava, yeah. And absolutely, we want that the world on their own, the, if... If Mashiach comes and he has to force the nations of the world to listen to him, that's not Mashiach. So how do you get the Shinya? In other words, the idea of that that in the era when there's Hashem Echad Shmoyachad, Mashiach's gonna need an army to, to, to control people. That's the end product. How do you go uh, okay, so so you, so again at what stage of the process I'm not clear on that. The Rambam says no one is clear on that. But we're headed to a place. The point is the ultimate goal, the ultimate destination is a world that's so perfect, right? Not a world that has to be suppressed, but a world that's perfect. And the same thing is again, what I'm bringing out is an Avedasadam, that we start with suppression. I have my I, I don't want to dive and I don't want to learn, I don't want to give tzedakah, I don't want to write. I don't want to have obviously so so Kabbalah sale, Yerushalayim. That's the that's the beginning of the Veda. Hamalah Hakadosh. That's it. Whatever the king commands, I have to do, whether I like it or not. But ultimately, in our own lives, where are we? What's our destination? Where are we trying to go to? We're trying to go to a place where we're Hashem, where that's also our desire. But we never lose that Yisoid, the foundation, the foundation of Kabbalah sale. And the same thing is true in a, in, a, in a relationship of marriage. Going back to the example we gave last time. By by Yidin as opposed to to, um, to by others, the foundation of a marriage is commitment and respect, which is both of those are synonyms for Yira. As opposed to in the world, the foundation of everything is Ava, is love, and by Yidin it's the opposite way around. Our foundation is Dafka, is the Yira, the Yira, even distance, and this expresses itself in the Shidduch system. In the Shidduch system, which is very, uh, very formal. And you know, the, the, the world looks at us, you really, you're getting married, and you didn't even fall in love with the other person. And we're like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> we're, we're not, no, the love will come. And, not, and it's not a chesaron. We're, 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 we're not saying that, uh, well, yeah, that's a weakness that we have, but it'll, you know, it'll come. No. The, a marriage is, a strong, is strong when the foundation is strong. And the foundation has to be the Yira. Just like in Avedis Hashem, the foundation always has to be the Yira Hashem. So we start off by getting to know the other person a little. And, and is this a person I can commit to? Is this a person I can respect? Is this a person who I have shared values with? A person who I have a shared mission together with this person? If yeah, great. I'm ready to make the commitment. I'm ready for the Yira part. Commitment. I'm ready to put a, um, the, the finger, the, the ring on the finger and say that uh, from now on, I'm going to support you, I'm there for you, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, and all the other obligations that are in the Ksuba. And the woman also has her obligations to the husband. And it's all about obligations and commitment and respect. The law follows, and that's a powerful foundation. And that's when the marriage lasts. Because if the marriage is based on the love, when the love 
erodes because if it's based on what I want and what I like, today I like this, tomorrow I like someone else or something else. And today I like your sense of humor, tomorrow I don't like your sense of humor. But if the foundation, if the Yisoyed is, if the Yisoyed is, um, the Yisoyed is Yira, the Yisoyed is that commitment, that, and the same thing is in our Veda Sasham. The Yisoyed has to be the Yira. Not only because it's sustainable. In the, in the marriage, the reason is because that also makes a binyan adiyad. That's actually what gives a, a marriage a foundation. In, years, in terms of our, of our relationship with Hashem, it's also true that when year is the foundation, then taka, the services, our avodah Hashem is taka, one? Forever. It's forever. But it's deeper than that. It's not only about the, 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 the durability of it, but if there is no yira, there is no kedusha. That's a very important point that Al-Tab is making over here. There has to be the Kedushan order. So that's why you have to have... Oh, but going back to the marriage. So imagine if a husband or a wife tell, tells their spouse, great, I have so much yira for you, and I have all the commitment in the world for you, and all the respect, I don't love you. And that's fine, that's fine. Because I have the yira, I have the commi- I'm committed to you, and I respect you. I don't really like you, though. So... Um, as we can well imagine, the spouse hearing this is not going to be very happy with that. Yes, there has to be yira. And yes, there has to be the commitment. And without that, there is no marriage, really. That's the, ba- that's the foundation. Love alone is not marriage. Even the, what is a chasna? What is a wedding? A wedding is commitment. If it's just a love alone, you don't need to have a wedding. Just go do what you want, right? What do you have to, the idea of a chasna is the commitment, which is yira. The obligations. But at the same time, Together with the yira, also, each side in the relationship has to be, it, it can't be despite me. The marriage can't be, I'm going to love you and respect you despite the fact that I don't like you. I'm suppressing. No, you have to also bring yourself into it, right? And you also, there has to be your own emotion and passion in there. And the same thing again, you say, lahavdil, but there's a muscle for the ladies with the eibishter. The foundation is the, is the commitment and the respect. But then if you turn to Abish and say, I'm committed to you and I respect you and I fear you, I'll do everything. But I don't really like you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so Aveda there is. That's an Evet. That's an Avda the Kuchabrich, who that is. That's a person who's being an Evet to the Abish there. But we all understand that that's a very deficient, uh, a deficient um, relationship because also there has to be that Ava, which means bringing yourself and investing yourself also in your connection why, to Hashem. Why marriages have so many divorces? Learned out, uh, the Rambam, right? I'll get you in a second. Yeah, what? Children, uh, teaches them that they learn how to say Hashem, how to teach them. The famous Rambam. Last paragraph of the Jew. Yalla Sahavim, Bayishka, the. The Rambam is unbelievable. The, the love sick, you think about this woman. Right, right, right. Right, right. So right. Yeah. Listen, the Milano Gadol from Shleim Amalach. I, I, I could never get us to the Rambam. I don't know what love sick is about. He knew it because of his connection with Hashem. And he learned Shir Hashem and said, ah. So <laughs> get up and think about her. When you go to sleep, you think about her. Did I not learn Shir Zavart, the Friedrich Rebbe once, um, when he was in Riga in the early 30s, so he once said, he repeated a word from an older Hasid, uh, which was said in jest. 
He said it must have been that Shleima Amalek wasn't a chassid. Because the greatest love that he could think of when he wanted to think of a mashal, of uh, the love of Kal Yisrael and Hashem, so he gave a mashal of a, a husband and a wife. Had he been a chassid, he would have made the mashal about a chassid and a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it was not received too well in Riga at the time. There were a lot of people who weren't very happy with that. Anyways, so why, so why, why are there so many divorces? So first of all, the Torah allows for divorce. We have to understand that. I know this is really, really off topic. Just give it two seconds. Torah allows for divorce. Sometimes there are irre- irreconcilable differences, but uh, and, and at other times, it's because Taka people don't have the correct foundation. Even from a Moving on. Okay. We are now holding on page 114. Nine lines from the top, where it says, Ach Amnam. Ach Amnam, however, Amr Razal. The Razal tell us, that a person should never remove himself from the klal, from the community. So this is the Gemara, the context of the Gemara is talking about don't, uh, you don't be a, a frumat tzaddik and sit in your own home and do your own thing. You always have to be, whatever the community is doing, you have to be involved in what the community is doing. And therefore, the Altarebbe is going to continue and say, Avas Hashem, what is the definition of Avas Hashem? The desire to connect to Hashem. And again, every single time we do a mitzvah, we have to have Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. So Yiras Hashem means, I'm serving Hashem. Hashem, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do. What is Avas Hashem? Avas Hashem is that I'm doing this mitzvah because I have such a strong desire to connect to Hashem. And I know that the only way to connect to Hashem is through learning Torah and doing mitzvah. So that's the gather of Ava. Says the Alter Rebbe, when you're doing a mitzvah and you have to have Ava, because again, you have to have Ava by the mitzvahs, Lo'olam, you always have to have in mind everyone. Include yourself along with everyone. Not, I'm doing a mitzvah not only to connect myself to Hashem, but also to connect all of Klal Yisrael to Hashem. Not only about me, every time you do a mitzvah, your kavana in your Ava should be to connect all of Klal Yisrael to Hashem. There's a sikha from the Fidik Rebbe, said in Tavshin Gimel in 1943. The Fidik Rebbe talks about this uh, Tanya. And he says that this idea of including yourself in the Klal, that when you're davening or, or doing a mitzvah, you're having in mind all of Klal Yisrael, as we'll see soon. B'Shem Kol Yisrael. Every single time you're doing a mitzvah, it's B'Shem Kol Yisrael. It's for the purpose of... Right. And also, we're trying to connect all of Kol Yisrael. So the Fidig Rebbe says that this is the opposite of the Ben HaRasha. And the Haggadah. You look at the Ben HaRasha, what happens? The Rasha says, What's so terrible about what he says? So the Baal HaGadah says, which is a fascinating idea. You think into that. What's the big chsarn of the Ben Arash? What did he do wrong? Did he say there is no Ebishtach Rasvashalim? Did he uh, deny it? All he did was he said, This work is for you, it's not for me. He re- separated himself from the community of Klal Yisrael, and therefore 
Kafar Iker is missing the main Yusayid. The main Yusayid is that we're all one nation. We're all together. And that's why. And, that, and, that, and that's where the Kedusha is. Because again, as you mentioned earlier in this lesson, Kedusha, the antithesis of Kedusha is ego. The antithesis of Kedusha is self. So if I'm doing a, a mitzvah, even if I have the Abbas Hashem, but it's all about me, I want to connect to Hashem, it's not enough. There has to be that selflessness and the idea of including all of Kuala Yisrael, and I'm doing a mitzvah, and the purpose is to connect all of Kuala Yisrael to the Eibishter. And this is something which is a big Yisrael. That's why the idea of, of davening the minyan. You look in Pirkei Yavis, the idea of Asar Shayesh and learning Torah. It's nice to sit and learn Torah yourself, but there's an incredible mile and incredible higher level of Kedusha when a person is learning Torah together with a minyan. Baruch Hashem, we're sitting here to get to today together with a minyan of So It's a much bigger, uh, right? Uh, Idea of hein kale kaber loyimos. Idea of davening with a minion. It's an uh, escabel much more because kedusha. The idea of a congregation of people assembled eaten. That is already kedusha. That's a that's already a level of bittel. It's not only about me, but I'm part of the larger congregation. So when we are, so when we are, um, even though we're, we're talking about ava, but again lachain. Therefore yiskavin inside. Therefore the person should have a mind. And again, we're talking very practical that every time before we do a mitzvah, we have to take some moment to think about the years Hashem and Avas Hashem. That's the, that's the nesham of the mitzvah. That's the wings of the mitzvah. And part of the Ava is to have a mind, liyachad lodafka bayizbarach, to connect and to cleave with Hashem. Makar nafshi not only your own neshama, which is in your body, because we have to remember, I, I have one neshama, you have another, we all have one neshama, but that's the neshama as it is within me. But the marker of my neshama, the source of my neshama, not all of your neshama is within you. You have the, the feet of your neshama are within you. The marker of your neshama is one. So even though that on the lower level of our neshamas, we're all separate people, but beside the marker of our neshama, we're all one. So we want to have a mind to connect marker nafshehilakis, the source of your neshama, which is which is one and the same as the source of all the neshamas of all Kral Yisrael. And what is the source of all our neshamas? Shehu ruach hanikra So this is a little Kabbalah. The makar of all our neshamas is the breath of Hashem's mouth, which is called Shekhinah. Shekhinah is also known as Knesset Yisrael in, in, in Kabbalah. Because Shekhinah is the mucker of all the Neshamas. We learned in Perik Beit and Tanya, we learned that the Nefesh, Hashem is Yisrael, the Nefesh Alakis of Ayid is a Chilak Alikam Imal Mamish. Is a part of Hashem. Which part of Hashem? We, we derive from the Shekhinah. So all of our Neshamas are sourced in the Shekhinah, which is very different than all, of, all the rest of creation, because all the rest of creation is created by the Shekhinah. And we are sourced in the Shekhinah. There's a big difference. In other words, our Neshamas are godliness. Our Neshamas are and sourced in the Shekhinah. Whereas everything else, else in the world, including our bodies, including also our Nefesh Abahamas, all of these are creations created by the Shekhinah. Whereas our Neshamah is actually sourced in the Shekhinah. Why is it called Shekhinah? We know Hashem has many different names. One of the names that Hashem is called by, particularly in the Sfarm of Kabbalah, Shekhinah. And that, when we're saying that our muckers in the Shekhinah, we're being very specific 
about the name of Hashem that we're using. Why is it called Shechina? Hashem, because because this is the level of Hashem which resides within and is enclosed within all the worlds and it gives life to the world and it gives existence to the world. So this level of Hashem, of Shechina, is already a level of Hashem as it comes down to and relates to the world. That's why it's called Shechina, because it comes down and it's Shoichin, it rests, it resides, it's present over here in the world on the, in the, ter- on the terms of the world. The he, he, and it is this level of Shechina, because the Shechina is the mucker of your Nefesh Alekis. So when you are saying words of Torah, where are you getting the power to say these words of Torah from? From the Shechina. He, he, this is what is uh, giving you this Koyach to be able to uh, to speak when you're speaking words of Torah or when you're doing a mitzvah the koyach that you have the action, the, the faculty to do this mitzvah is from the Shekhinah now our goal when we are doing a mitzvah is we would like to connect the Shekhinah in the words he said earlier, to connect it to Hashem. And this goes back to something which we spoke about in Perik Mem, the idea of Yichud Kuchabrichu Shkinte, something which we're all familiar with uh, from Davening, at least those who Daven Nusach Sfarad or Nusach, right? The idea that uh, the purpose of, uh, of Torah mitzvahs in this world is to be miyached, is to connect Kuchabrichu Shkinte. Let's do this first outside and then we'll do it inside. As mentioned last time, again, we spoke about this in Perik Mem. that's the Aramaic for HaKadosh Baruch That represents the level of Hashem which transcends the worlds. And that's why it's called Kutcha, or that's why it's called HaKadosh. The name, the word Kadosh um, suggests, indicates something which is removed. That's what the word Kadosh means, something which is removed or separated. So that is the level of Hashem which is beyond the worlds, which transcends the world. And then there is Shechina, which is the contrary. Shechina is the level of Hashem which is Shoichin, which is present in the world. And our job here in this world is to unite those two. And when we unite, when we unite the Kuchabrichu and the Shechinte, which is what we do every single time, when we do a mitzvah, we study Torah, what we're doing is, is we're bringing a level of Hashem which is bleakful, which really transcends the world, and we're bringing that into the channels Added, that enters into this world, which that is the ultimate kavana, what Hashem wanted and He created the world, is to be able to bring this high level of Kedusha, which is Kutcha Brichu, and bring it into the world by way of connecting it to the Shekhinah. So the point that Dr. Rebbe is going to say over here, and let's just say it, uh, we'll say it outside first, is that we represent Shekhinah. Why? Because our Neshamas derive from the Shekhinah. Teira Mitzvahs represent Kutcha Brichu. Why? Because Torah mitzvahs, Torah mitzvahs are Hashem's chachma and Hashem's ratzin, and Hashem's chachma and ratzin are well above and beyond the world. So when a yid down here learns Torah, does mitzvahs, what we are doing is we are affecting this yichud, the unity of kuchabrichu, which is the source of the Torah mitzvahs, and shchinte, which is the source of the yid who is doing the mitzvah or learning Torah, 
And thereby, what we're doing is you're not only connecting yourself to Hashem, what you're actually doing is connecting the Shekhinah to Kuchabrichu, and the Shekhinah is the mucker of the Neshamis of all the Eden. So you really, what you're really doing is connecting all of Klal Yisrael to Hashem. And let's do this inside. The Yichud this Yichud, this unity of Shekhinta, of the Shekhinah with Kuchabrichu, is by drawing down the air in Saf, the infinite light of Hashem, which again also is known as Kutcher Brichu. Lamata, we bring it down down here. Through learning Torah and through doing mitzvahs, because the air in Saf, the Kutcher Brichu, is within the Torah and the mitzvahs. So therefore, when a person is doing a mitzvah or learning Torah, one should have in mind to draw down the light of Hashem, the air in self of Hashem, the source of his nefesh, which is also the source of the neshama of all Yidin, and to unite them with Hashem, as will be explained later in Perik Mamvav, Pirush Yichud Zabarichos, the meaning of this Yichud that we have with Hashem when we do a mitzvah, Ayin Sham. Take a look over there. Vizau Pirush, and this is what it means, Lashem Yichud Kuchabrichu Shkinte, that we want to be miyachid, we want to bring together Kuchabrichu Shkinte, Beshem Kal Yisrael, because that benefits all Kal Yisrael. Every time I do a mitzvah, I say Lashem Yichud, or I daven, I say Lashem Yichud, I'm saying the purpose of my davening is to connect Kuchabrichu Shkinte, and this is, I am right now being a shliach of all of the Yidin, to be miyachid, Kuchabrichu and Shkinte, and therefore be miyachid. Um, all of Kuala Yisrael with Hashem, which this is a really awesome thought. When you consider this, when you think into this, that every time that you're, you're, you're doing a mitzvah, every time you're learning Torah, whether it's a mitzvah bin Adam Lamakim, whether it's a mitzvah bin Adam L'chaveira, you're at this moment, you're representing all of Kuala Yisrael. Why, why doesn't that be the post? Hashem Kuala Yisrael, sorry? Why? Why what? Why was Hashem Kuala Yisrael? Because Shkinta, the Shkinta is the mucker of the Shamas Kali Yisrael. So when, therefore, when I am miyachid, Kuchabrichu Shkinta, I'm actually being miyachid all the Eden, the mucker of all the Shamas of the, of, of the Eden together with the Ebishter. <coughs> to think the part impact the that you have. Anyways. Sorry? Nefeshelikus is part of the Ebishter. I don't understand where you, where you need the Yichud if it's already part of the Ebishter. Nefeshelikus is, is it's a chelik of... That is true. So I, I'm a little bit confused there. There's no period to begin with. In Perik Beis and Tanya, we learned that um, we are called because the Nefesh Elkis is a Chelak Alakam Yimau. So we learned that we are called Banim, Banim Lashem Alakechem, that we're children of Hashem. Why are we called children? Because just like a child is from the DNA of the parent, the substance of the parent. So we're Mamash Alakus, Mamash Alakus. So why do you be? What is? What are you being? Can there be a? Can there be a child who's distant from his parent? Even when he's distant, is he still by the same DNA? Same DNA, but distant. But distant. But distant. Yeah. We're a lakus, but we can feel distant. In other words, the fact that we feel distant doesn't change that the neshama is a lakus. But ultimately, we learn Torah and do mitzvahs. That's we're hugging the father. Not only are we. Uh, of the same substance, but we're actually uh, being miyachad ourselves with, with, with the Eibishtah. I understand that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Forgive my ignorance. What's the source for the Shem Yechud? Is that Zoyer or Arizal? 
I would imagine that it's not Rizal. Yeah, I, but I, I wouldn't say that with uh, 100% certainty, but I, I do believe it's from Berizal. Why not so many people saying it? Most of the people doesn't start with the Shem Yichud. When they're davening and saying Tehili or something. Even in meaning Hamad, we only do it once a day before Baruch Shammah in the morning. For the and for that, we're Yitzhah for the whole day. Ah, okay. Yeah. It sounds good. Before I read for Baruch Shammah. Sorry? No, a lot of people say before the Baruch Shammah. Some before the Baruch Shammah. For many mitzvahs. Alula, Shafer, Sveir Sa'imer. Those who say it for many, many mitzvahs. Not in Nusachari. Nusachari is right before Barashamar. Yeah. Why before Barashamar? Why not before Hedu? That's also a good question. Let's do the Haggah. And again, this Haggah, this note on the side, also is revisiting a theme which we discussed in Perik Mem. Vigam and also Ayyidezah through affecting the Yichud Kuchibrikhushkinte is through affecting the unity of the Kuchibrikhushkinte. Yismasku Gamkin. What we cause is, is that in the world of Asilus, we cause that the, the Midas of Chesed and Gevura of Asilus, they become united with each other, and then the Gevuras, the severities become sweetened. Memela automatically biskalos Hamidas, because the Midas become included within each other. Vichudam, and they become one. Aidegili Rasna Elyin Baruchu, through the revelation. Of Hashem's Ratzon, Hamizgala Lamaila, which is revealed, Biserusa Dolatata. How was the Hashem's Ratzon revealed? Awakened from below, Higilu Lamata, because we, when we reveal it below, Be'esek Hatayir of Amitzvah, when we learn Torah, do Mitzvah Shehein Ritzoni is Barach, because that is Hashem's Ratzon. Okay, so I'm, I don't want to go into this in, in, in the, at length because we already spoke about this, but there's this concept of we want to do what's called Hamtaka Sagvuris, which is the sweetening of the severities. Because gevuris aren't bad. There's a purpose. Gevuris serve a very, very important purpose. They uh, they filter and they um, they cut down to size and they make um, that the hashpa, that which comes from Hashem, should we should be able to receive it. But sometimes gevuris are bitter because they cut too much out. So when to sweeten the gevuris means that they they don't hold anything back, but they just make that everything that is given, is given in a way that we can receive it. So that's what we're trying to accomplish with Hamtaka Sagvuris. And every time we learn Torah and do mitzvahs, we cause a gilui, a revelation of Hashem's Ratzan and Atzilus, because the Torah we're learning, or the mitzvah we're doing, is Hashem's Ratzan. And what happens then, that tremendous revelation, the world of Atzilus, causes a bittle in the different spheres. And even though Chesed and Gvura are usually adversaries, but because of the, they're overwhelmed by the gili of the Ratzna alien, so they unite and they come together. And um, just by, by way, of a, way of example, imagine there's a person you don't like. You don't like at all. You don't like being in the same, in the same room as that person. Imagine, but imagine you're standing with this person and the face, a, a great sadik turns to you both and says, I need you to do this mission for me. Together, I have a certain thing I need you to do. What's going to happen? You put aside your differences, right? They don't matter anymore because as much as you don't like the person or as much as that person may be your, your adversary, but there's something much greater, which is both of you are a bottle to that great tzaddik. So the same thing is also a chesed and gvura. 
There might be uh, adversaries, they're philosophical opposites, they have different philosophies on how, to, uh, on how the world should be governed. But when you have this gilu of Hashem's Ratzon that overwhelms them and they cooperate and they work together, and then you have the Amtakasak Vurus. So as a fringe benefit, when we do, when we do a mitzvah, we call it Yichud Gajbrich Hoshkente, the primary thing we're trying to accomplish is the connection, the Yichud of the Shekhinah, which is the mucker of Almas Shamas Yisrael with Hashem. But as a fringe benefit also, that causes the Yichud Gajbrich Hoshkente, causes also the skalulus of the Midas, that the Midas come together, and then we have the Hamtaka Sagvuras, the sweetening of the severities. Ukumation is bar, be Idra Rabba, is explained in the Idra Rabba, which is part of the Zoyar. This concept is explained also in Mishnah Chsidim. It's that Shatayag Mitzvah Torah. It says over there that 613 mitzvahs. They come from. Chivata means literally means the white, but it means the a level which is simple and be uh, above and beyond all 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 the colors and all the different uh, characteristics of Hashem, which is. In Arach Ampin, which is in Kesar, Shehuratzana El Yid Makar Chasadim. So therefore, the mitzvahs come from Hashem Jeratzan, what's called Chivarta Darach Ampin, which we're not going to go into too much right now, but that is the makar of the Chasadim. So therefore, when the Ratzan of Hashem is revealed, that brings about a bitl in the Chesed, a bitl in the Gevura, and that causes them to cooperate, and that brings about Eham Takasagvuras. Okay. What would we to say? Anyone? Again. What are we to say in today's share? Paraphrase. In, that, in, that, in the last 20 minutes, in other words, first we had a whole talk about why you need to have Yira and Ava, and then what did we say afterwards? Anyone? You have to have Yira and Ava, but then in, in the last 20 minutes we're saying that when you, in, in terms of Ava, right now we, we're going further in Ava. We finished with Yira. We'll get back to Yira and Perikman base. But right now we're saying need have Ava, and within Ava, it's not enough that your Ava should be, oh, I want to connect to you, Hashem, I want to connect to you, Hashem. But it has to be, I want to connect all of Paul Yisrael to Hashem. I want to make Yichud Kuchibrich Hoshkente. Okay. So this isn't uh, a theoretical Kabbalah class. This is uh, practical stuff we're saying here. So we're saying over here that every time a Yid does a mitzvah, so let's talk about the steps that we've had so far. You have to start off with thinking Yiras Hashem. Meaning, taking a moment to think about the greatness of Hashem, and Vihini Hashem needs of Allah, Hashem is standing upon me, and I have to do what Hashem wants. In the words of the Rebbe, right? That, uh, and therefore, I'm the Kabbalah of Malchuse, I accept upon myself Hashem is Malchus, Hashem is my Melach, I'm going to serve him, I'll do his will, anyway, a servant serves his master. So that's one thought, Yiras Hashem. Every time you do a mitzvah. Then the next thing, the next part of the kavan of the mitzvah, of the neshama of the mitzvah is Avas Hashem. I want to connect Hashem, says the Alter Rebbe, but it's not enough to want to connect Hashem, but you're also, your purpose in doing the mitzvah has to be to connect all of Kali Yisrael to Hashem. It's good satsang. Unity is the best. Unity. Says the Alter Rebbe. Um, Treb is going to make is going to acknowledge something. He's going to make a disclaimer, and that is that a yid should do a mitzvah or learn Torah, and the purpose of it should be 
in order to make Yichud Kuchibrichu Rushkinte, in order to connect all of Kuala Yisrael to Hashem, and that that should be emes, not just that the thoughts go through your head, but that should be with an emes, that's your desire. I'm doing the mitzvah for that. That's something which is Shaykhes Tavaydes Hatzadikim. That's Hatzadik. The average person can't have this kavana the MS la amitay with an with a, with, a, with an MS MS. Why can't we? I want to be all these Jewish people to be good, not only me. Why is not? Why can't? Why Why can't this not be MS for 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 Russian people? Like I make a party, I want everybody to enjoy the party, not only me. When I do a mitzvah, everybody should enjoy the mitzvah. But you want, but. First and foremost, you want yourself, right? 100%. Okay. That's Be'em Islamite. We all know the story about Al-Yo and Navi Bahara Carmel. So the Medrash, the Medrash Rabbah Mamidbar says something interesting. It says that when Al-Yo and Navi told the Nevi'im of the Baal, Says, choose one of these. Uh, choose, choose one of the, here. Are two, uh, two, two oxen, both exact same. The mother says, I believe they were twins. Even they were pushed the mamish. They looked at everything, exact same. Choose one. So they chose one. So the ox that they chose didn't want to go, and the ox turns to Yaw Navi and says, I don't know if it means it literally. It says, or the the it's neshama said, and it was a spiritual conversation. It says. I don't get it. This makes no sense. Me and this other ox were both both the same, both from the same mother, same womb. And wh- why is it that he gets, he's going to get that she shem shamayim al that the Abishner will be sanctified through him? And my and, and, and what has fallen in my lot? Is is to make Hashem angry. In other words, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a, a carbon for Avedisar. So Yonavi told the animal, "Go, go. Don't worry about it." Just like that, the Abishter's name will be sanctified through him. The Abishter's name will be sanctified through you too. In other words, by the fact that you won't. That you want that a fire is not going to come and eat for you, eat you, and you're going to that you're going to be the. In other words, if not for you, then my whole the whole show isn't possible. The whole point is there has to be one ox consumed. that's consumed, one ox that isn't consumed. So both of them play a role in mm-hmm. mikdash shem shemayim. How do you think the ox felt after that? At the end of the day. The other ox was being a carbon for the Abishar. It takes a certain selflessness to understand. It's not about what happens to me. It's not about what happens to the other ox. The Indian, Darf Ufkitanver. It's not about me or him. It's that the, it's what has to happen is that Shem Shemayim has to be Naskadish. The Abishar's name has to be sanctified. Who cares what role I play? Who cares what role he plays? But that's a very high madriga. It's very madrigal. Right? They say, we say in, uh, in Birchaz Krishma that the that the Malachim in heaven, they give Rishus one to another. What's the idea? That each one says, 
It doesn't make a difference who does what the Ebishter wants. Whether it's me, I give you the shush to do it. It's not about me. It's about that Hashem's will be done. The Ebishter's name should be, should be uh, glorified, and it doesn't make a difference who it happens to. Not each Malach has a job? Sorry? Each Malach has a job to do. It's a word. But the, the, the point you understand, but this is a very high madrig, that it, it's not about me in any way, shape, or form. It's about the Indian. And the Indian is that that's what Hashem wants. Hashem wants, and therefore I'm doing the mitzvah not because it's going to benefit me in any way. There's a story which the Rebbe repeated about the Rebbe Rashab, the fifth of the fifth Lubavitch um, Rebbe, Shalom Deber. So this was in the, probably in the 1910s. At that time, it was um, maybe early, maybe in the 1900s, either, either in the first 20 years of the, of, the, of the 20th century. So the, the government at that time, the Tsarist government, they were trying to uh, make terrible xeris on chinuch, that, uh, that the yeshivas have to teach secular education, the rabbanim have to be, uh, have to have cert- certification and secularly educated I was just uh, I was recently a few months ago I was in Dnieper-Petrovsk which was the city what Ukraine Ukraine that's the city where the Rebbe grew up yeah so the Rebbe's father was the, was the, was the chief rav over there so uh, we got a little tour over there and the tour guide was telling us was from Yid he's uh, telling us about the Jewish history of the city that although the Rebbe's father was the chief rav but he wasn't officially the chief rav why wasn't he officially the chief rav? Because he didn't have a college degree. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> so officially, there was someone else. And the city, everyone knew who the rav was, but there's officially who was someone else. So, so at a certain point, and what happened was that the government threatened that if they try, they didn't try the Therabonim try to to counter and to you know to with the diplomacy and with lobbying, they're going to unleash programs in a thousand cities across Russia. That's what the government, they said straight out. This is what, this is the, this is what's going to be. And if you try to fight it, we're going to unleash programs all over the place. And at that time, programs in the late uh, 19th century, early 20th century in Ukraine was a terrible situation. Anyways, so the Rabbanim felt they had their hands tied. They didn't know, they, they, what, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do in such a situation? So there was a Sifa Sarabanim, there was a... Um, and um, amongst them were many of the greatest Rabbanim, the, the Rebbe Rashab was there, and Rebbe Chaim Risker was there, I believe Rebbe Chaim Ezer was there, many of the greatest Rabbanim were there at that time, the Rabbanim and Askanim, and the Rebbe Rashab got up, and he, gave, and he said a speech of a, a few, a minute or two, a very fiery speech about the, the world has to know that our Neshamas are not in Galos, and only our Gufim are in Galos, and and anything that involves our neshamas, they have no say over us. They have absolutely uh, no jurisdiction over us. Hashem put us in galos, but only our gufim, not our neshamas. And he finished making the statement, and he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he fainted. He fell in a faint. And then he was put in house arrest. Because the, the, the Russian government put him under house arrest for this... Uh, Speech? Yeah. And he was visited by Rebbe Chaim Brisker. Rechaim Bresker comes into the house and he sees that the Rebbe Rashab is crying. And he asks him, Why are you crying? You did everything that you could. 
So the Rebbe Rashab said, yeah, it's true. But the Indian has it not Didn't accomplish. So what does it help me knowing that I did whatever I can? At the end of the day, our goal wasn't accomplished. And the, the, the level of a tzaddik is not that he's thinking about, did I, do what I, did I do what I have to do? Did I not do what I have to do? Am I connected to Hashem? Am I not connected to Hashem? In, in, in Perik Yud of Tanya, the Alter Rebbe says that the level of a tzaddik is kibrod, he brings down from the Rayim Hamna and Zoyar, kibrod ishtadl basar avoy imoy. Like a, he says that it's like a child, like a son who, uh, who works on behalf, he gives the, the Rayim Hamna as an example of a parents who are in, in prison. So a son who works is trying to work on behalf of his parents. That he loves them more than he loves himself. The son is not trying to get the, the parents out of jail because he wants to be with them. That's already a selfish thing. Why does he want to get them? He loves his parents more than he loves himself. And that's the Madriga of Atzadik. Madriga of Atzadik is that he's not doing a mitzvah because he wants to connect Hashem or she wants to connect Hashem. The mitzvah is so is what l'shem yichud kuchbirich l'shchinte that Hashem's will should be done. But that's a madrigi which is shaykhted tzaddikim. L'chayre would seem, and without the Rebbe saying over here, should be the kavan of all yidden and doing a mitzvah that it should be not only to connect yourself to Hashem, which that is somewhat of a spiritually selfish aspiration, but which makes sense. But that when you do a mitzvah, it should be ah that Hashem's kavan should be done and all yidden should be connected. That's the Madrig of Atzadik. And that's something which we're going to address in Mitzvah Hashem in the coming year. Shabbos, everyone.